0: Are you the type of person who is always on time or is close enough, good enough for you? This week on Wonderfully Weird Living with Pastor Drake, we'll learn that punctuality is very important from Christ's perspective. Drake Hunter is senior pastor at Elevating Life Church in Fort Morgan, Colorado, founder of the nonprofit Four Dimensional Living, as well as the author of three books, including his latest Wonderfully Weird and the upcoming Wonderfully Weird Goodness. Now, this week's edition of Wonderfully Weird Living with Pastor Drake Hunter. Welcome once again to Wonderfully Weird Living with Pastor Drake, I'm John Waters. Of course, Pastor Drake here with me in studio. Good morning, sir. Uh, Good
1: day, Uh, it's a wonderful day. I'm so thankful to be
0: alive today, John. I'm thankful to be able to be here with you today. Oh, thank you.
1: Oh, that feels good. Thank you. By the way, it.
0: this Thursday is Thanksgiving. Hey. Is.
1: Hey, what do you know? <laughs> hey, I, I, how's your uh, is your Thanksgiving? Uh, do you do uh, a traditional Thanksgiving or do you tend to, you know, hang out uh, just kind of with maybe some few friends and just kind of hang out, watch football games? What's, what's your Thanksgiving
0: like? We usually just get together as a small little family gathering yeah. and just our immediate family and. And uh, it's the one time when we actually all come together and sit around the dining room table and and uh, otherwise we seem to be on the run all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah, same with me. You know, we were very traditional, but uh, it's about five years ago where the family decided, well, let's be untraditional. Uh, rather than having dinner at home in the, the typical Thursday morning that we used to have. Now we go out to eat and then and then just kind of figure out some things to do and just have fun. Yeah. Uh, and so with family, typically we have family fly in. And so it's it's always a wonderful day for me. And just kind of curious to, to kick off our time together because, uh, you know, we should always as Christians be thankful, that's for absolutely. sure. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Yeah, every day is Thanksgiving Day. That's right, absolutely. Well, our uh, wonderfully weird command this week the command of Christ it's the 43rd command await my return and I know I've said this on several of the commands uh, but one of the more misunderstood commands without
1: a doubt I am 100% with you uh, i guess you could use is it abstract uh, sort of uh but uh is it uh, misinterpreted absolutely uh mm-hmm. when it comes to uh you know act, the actual teaching behind uh the the command itself and, and it's quite interesting so we're gonna get into that today and i'm um, looking forward to it because you know we're gonna we're gonna kind of look at a couple of things a couple of topics we're gonna see uh, are, are you ready uh, for Christ's return. First and formal meaning, are you equipped? Uh, are you on duty and ready to use a military term? Mm-hmm. And are you a punctual person? Whoo, this one's gonna this one's gonna hit home for some folks. so I'm looking forward to that. And so, yeah, let's let's dive into it. All
0: right. Well, we're going to be in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 44 is where this command comes from. So, uh as folks are turning their drake, light the candle for us with a question.
1: Yeah, here you go. Do you sense you are, here we go, ready? A last minute person. Someone who is Going to be late for their own fu- uh, funeral, let's say. You know, th- there's a question we mm-hmm. need to ask ourselves Do you sense you are a last minute person? And we need to ask this question because uh, tell me this d- Did God make us in His image to live behind the times? Mm. A- and uh, let me say this No, He did not. God tells us to be ready and alert for appointed times and seasons. Times and seasons. He has given us to fulfill his purpose and uh, of course this command comes right out of matthew 24 44 and i'm going to pass baton john why don't you read it uh this week because i'm so thankful that you're here with me
0: <laughs> <laughs> matthew 24 verse 44 uh says this so you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. And, Drake, that takes me right to that parable that Jesus tells of the uh, the. Uh, brides uh, the the virgins with the, yes. their lamps yeah that's and right. some of them have enough oil for their lamps some don't and they hear the bridegroom returning and they have to go get oil and they end up getting locked out because close enough was good enough for them
1: yeah they missed the mark as paul shares yeah yeah that's exactly right it's a great parable and uh you know and you know Another thing that comes to mind, just to kind of relate to this. Well, let me say this. You know, this is a difficult command as we're reading out of Matthew twenty four forty four because we're actually just pulling that verse out of a, a bigger setting, if you will. Sure. And uh, we, I think, uh, most of us understand. Uh, here we're in Matthew twenty four. Uh, we're be- we're beginning to get to the end of. Jesus' earthly ministry, uh, and, and there's some serious, mature discussions going on now. And here's Jesus being straightforward, and I would encourage folks, go back and read chapters 23, 24, 25, all the way actually to the end of Matthew to really understand this uh, command in, in context. Uh, And so uh, because otherwise we can misinterpret uh, when we just take bits and pieces. Uh, But today we just want to kind of relate with that command. We want to we want to create interest and we really want to create this uh, this uh, boy, this curiosity, if you will, and go back, you know, When I think of
0: punctuality, Drake, um, obviously one of the things that comes to mind for me is the military, which you were in the military for over 20 years. And I'm sure that uh, you more so than me understand how important punctuality is when it comes to uh, every part of life.
1: Yeah, in fact, uh, you just brought something to mind here. I think I can actually relate this command uh, and not only the command, what we're trying to produce with this command punctuality. As you all know, if you've been with this for a while now, I was in the military for 21 years. And uh, there was a period of time, I was a first sergeant. And a first sergeant is responsible for the morale and welfare of the troops. Uh, but when troops would, uh, my troops, especially I had about 400 of them in our in our group, uh, we would deploy them and they would have to be deployed for a couple of weeks, sometimes up to a year. And they would go to their location and part of my responsibility was to uh, bring in video conferencing equipment and bring teams in so that we can get the families to connect with the military folks, so that then they could really communicate and see each other, and and that would create, of course, morale, uh, morale well, boost spree, the morale. Yes, yeah. the, thank you. Boost mm-hmm. the morale, spree decor, and all that with with everything that that is as a first sergeant. Well, here's here's my point. You know, every time you have a military member and their family communicating with each other through this video conferencing uh inevitably at the end the spouse and the family would always say we can't wait until you return mm-hmm. you know uh so we keep, we're, we're anticipating that and uh we're we're hoping that that happens sooner than later and let me say this oftentimes the family members could not That we could not we were very discreet with that. The family members never knew when they were going to come back. Right. And so but also with that to connect with where we're going. uh, I tell you what, with the video conferences and setting them up. And if you wanted to speak with your family or vice versa, the family with the military member, you had to be punctual. Mm -hmm. You had to be on time. And so you can kind of, with this story, I hope you kind of can s- uh, sense what this command is all about. Await my return, and that's exactly what we ought to be doing. We ought to be anticipating and also uh, hoping for that return. Do we know the return? Absolutely not. Only the commander knows. Let's put it right. that way today. And then also, where we're we're ready for it. We're punctual and are uh, our, are our, we're on the sense of the military side, Uh, we're equipped, we're on duty and we're ready.
0: Yeah, Does that yeah. make sense? Well, maybe one of the ways that we can talk about what this command is telling us is by kind of starting on the other side, which you alluded to there, is what this command is not. And, and one of the things that I've heard, a couple of things, actually, one of them you just alluded to is yeah. people saying uh, that we can know exactly when Christ is going to come back, which is totally against what the Bible says. But the other one is the people who use this command to uh, justify not doing anything at all. Right, right. Just being idle.
1: You know, God bless people that that put, you know, time, but let me say it, if you're putting time to figure out when Christ is gonna return, you're wasting time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's fair because, you know, we should be doing other things rather than worrying about Christ's return. We should be, again, getting into our roles and our responsibilities as as Christians, as people that are to reflect God's image and truly uh, work on that and be equipped with the principles of God and practicing these commands where we're performing in a way that's going to draw people to the kingdom, where we are a vast army, if we could go that way today, uh, where we're truly uh, being fruitful and multiplying that in a way that we are truly, truly establishing the kingdom here on earth as Jesus instructed us to do over 2,000 years ago. Well, it's it just blows my mind sometimes, Drake.
0: We as Christians, the Christian community, will argue over eschatology yes. uh, things of you know is it pre-rapture <laughs> pre-tribulation rapture post-tribulation you know and all of this when jesus very clearly said get out and make disciples and yeah, don't waste your time <laughs> make disciples. just go make disciples
1: yeah uh, that's matthew 28 somewhere yeah there. yeah <laughs> the, the great commission and <laughs> and but isn't the is well we're gonna get into this part of the problem is people want to be right rather than live right oh yeah uh, yeah you know and good night folks when When we're reading this command in its setting again, it's clear that no one knows the precise hour in which Christ will return. So let me say it this way. Let me use a preacher word here. Therefore, (laughs) Paul used that all the time, uh, the hour of Christ's return will remain a mystery. I hope you're with me today, folks. But your readiness and being prepared for it should be our highest priority. Amen to that. You know? and. Mm -hmm. Good night. We we need to understand that we got to get that into our our mind, uh, into our memory, and then into our soul. That then that becomes second nature in who we are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Well, and it it this is kind of a very loose analogy, but as we enter into winter time here, um, you know, hopefully people are putting some supplies in their car. For the winter time you know yes. blankets and yeah, yeah. and candles and things like that and because you never know when that time will come that you will need those things so you prepare ahead of time
1: that's exactly right why does the grasshopper and the ant come to mind there's right? some story out there right <laughs> uh the, the story where the grasshopper and uh, was you know just kind of messing around, not thinking about it, not prepared or anything, and then of course you know the ant's working hard. Uh, he's he's being diligent and he's getting things uh, ready because he knows the seasons are going to come. And then what happens to the grasshopper? You know, yep. knock knock knock. And of course through the compassion and everything that that is, uh, but uh, we are not to be the uh, the grasshopper, Christian. We are right. that ant, who then yes, there will be people knocking on our door uh, when that moment. Uh, happens uh, and we need to be ready for that and then also return that love with compassion even uh, let me put it this way to those grasshoppers (laughs) yes
0: exactly (laughs) well uh you have alluded to this several times but uh, the problem of spinning our wheels and and focusing on things that really aren't that important and uh, uh wasting time
1: yeah and and Let's just let's say it again. The problem is this. Christians are wasting time on being right about Christ's return. This is foolishness. Rather than redeeming the time God has given us to rebuild his kingdom on earth that Jesus put in place again over 2000 years ago. We already mentioned that. And uh, you know, hey John, something just came to mind. You know, I've been married now for 34 years, been with Sherry for almost 36. And I'm I'm going back to all of our little arguments that we've had, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny, our arguments typically has to do with being right. Yeah. If you, have you been there, John, yep. with your wife, you know, yep. and, and and so you know, isn't this kind of true with our brothers and sisters in Christ and and just with people, uh, we're more concerned about being right, and and boy, do we waste a lot of time on debates and arguments. And I'm not saying apologetics and all that's uh, not. Uh, you know, good in his place. But I'm talking about where we're downright prideful and we want to be right.
0: My denomination's better than your denomination.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> we're just wasting our time. And and or, you know what? Hey, look at the times and we look at all the bad things instead of looking at the good things in, in the kingdom. And we're just waiting, not not for, well, yeah, we are waiting for Christ's return, but in a bad scenario rather than a good. Right. Right and so it's so important that uh, again that Christians that we, we we're not here to be right but to live right. Now we have to get our you know our theology proper, we got to understand our bible, but the, the the bigger picture is always about relationships first and foremost with God and people and then drawing them in in a way that you're going to persuade them rather than bully them and or be antagonistic or whatever. Uh, in, in your ways. We are not to, to be right. We are to live right and be that image of God that people can understand when they see you. And then they're drawn in. And then we get to actually share the truth, that reality. And we can even say even be right in the sense of a proper relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what's living right is all about. And so we need to quit wasting our time with being right. Uh, quit uh, Allow those feelings just to kind of slip away, and let's get to the desires of God where we're truly living right through Christ uh, based on those principles of God the Father where we're performing in a way that's going to add value to, to life. And when I say that, I mean this, John, and you know it. When I say add value to life, that's getting closer to God, getting closer to like-minded people that are really in this to be fruitful and multiply and, and get God's kingdom established in, in a grander sense. And then just helping each other become better in christ and in this life that we are truly adding value as people and as the church yeah becoming closer to what god designed each of us to be yeah absolutely and and, and then fulfill his purpose rather than living in all the problems of man and and, and all the challenges that again just waste time uh, because of pride we'll go back to there now with this problem and sin you know let's recall paul's words in ephesians 5 15 through 17, I'm going to read from the ESV. Uh, He just simply says, when it comes to problems and sin on our mind, uh, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. Verse 16, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. They're bad. Verse 17, therefore, there's that word, John, do not be foolish. But understand that the will, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Mm. Boy, there's some good advice from uh, an under shepherd of the past. But uh, we carry that forward today, being under shepherds ourselves, as we're truly uh, on duty and making sure that we're ready for that second coming of Christ, if you will. And so, we have very powerful words from. Uh, Paul, as we think about the problems and sins. But with that, let's kind of make a transition and let's kind of look at some of the symptoms, mm-hmm. uh, what this looks like when you're experiencing someone and uh, perhaps uh, how to put those things together to say, Ooh, maybe I need to really work on this command. So right. let's look at those symptoms. And, and so with that, John, I'll let you lead off on this conversation.
0: Well, and the first one that comes to mind for me is one that I struggle with
1: constantly,
0: uh, which is why I have to use a calendar and I have to use alarms on my phone and things like that. And that's procrastination.
1: Oh, you're a procrastinator. Yes, I am. You know, uh, in our relationship, I just I just don't sense that but yeah you would know better than anybody else well then then let me ask you with that symptom then you really have to work hard you got to get some discipline in absolutely yeah back to the military right that's Uh, why i
0: i use things like my calendar i block things out i have alarms set to remind me do this now rather than putting it off
1: well i'll agree with you here on uh, with myself this is not a gift of mine however because now with the military and my training uh, I've learned the skill of uh, punctuality. Let me put it that way. It, it, there is a skill that you have to learn. Some people are, I will say, natural at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it is is a skill that needs to be learned. And that's exactly what this command is doing. Uh, when we understand the teaching that Jesus is putting here, he's actually uh, putting, uh, uh, I'll call it the Jesus life skill, of punctual uh, punctuality versus, let's say, tardiness. Mm-hmm. And But how many people... I you know, struggle with this challenge.
0: Well and I see it as skill, I should say. As a matter of respect, uh, respecting other people and their time and, and what's going on and respecting God, um, rather than just making it all about me again and, you know, whatever time I get there I'll get there. But rather being respectful of that other
1: person absolutely so it's not just about god it's also with others Mm -hmm. and so we deal with this all the time at the church where people they're procrastinators uh but in the sense of the team and and what the church has to do on sunday it becomes very challenging because a lot of people i have a lot of people tell me this you know i i work better under pressure so i I wait i wait to that last minute and then then through that selfishness, believe it or not, they do get it done, but they wait for that, that stress or whatever that is, and they become better. But what what's not happening is they're not good for the team because the team's waiting on everything. Mm-hmm. And we, we deal with this all the time, and they're procrastinators, and then, of course, they rationalize it. Well, let's let's not forget, it's just not you and God. It's you, God, and others. That's the great commandment, and we have to learn how to be on time and mm-hmm. be ready, not only for ourselves— independently but collectively that then we're working well as a team uh and i'm speaking from a senior pastor's position now which this is very challenging uh and then even on sunday morning how many people are procrastinating to get to church and then of course they rationalize whatever i'm not here to beat up people it's just a, a symptom we need to look at and some other symptoms well quickly boredom is one sure you got people telling me i'm bored well Boring people are bored, so you got to figure that one out. Uh, Here's a big one and a couple of big ones, and we don't have a lot of time, but I think it's important. Uh, A symptom is useless entertainment and amusement, John. Now, there's nothing wrong with entertainment or amusement. I'm talking about useless uh, entertainment. How often do we prioritize ourselves to get home to watch a game or a sporting game? Or we get home and we just want to... Plop ourselves in front of the TV so that we can be entertained, or uh, or we get to some position in life we want to be amused, and ah, uh, we, we got to be very careful because that's a symptom uh, that you're not ready. Your 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 priorities are are a little messed up uh, because how many hours a day are you sitting in front of a computer or television being entertained or amused? Right, and right. and, and it's a huge symptom. So, what is the now with that? What is the solution? Well. We've already been talking about it. Develop the Jesus skill, if you will, known as punctuality. And let me be very clear in in what that is. Punctuality is being present, prepared, and alert for appointed times and seasons. You're ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we have to understand this is something we have to develop. And we have to learn it and then we have to understand it so much so that it becomes a habit. But we want it to become a virtue in who we are that then we're living in it in the sense of second nature. It becomes mm-hmm. intuitive in a sense that then it's it, it, you work through it. But now it's it's a life skill that you don't even have to think about when, when you put that in place and how I just described it. Now, punctuality is based on two important factors, folks. The first is a reverence for time, hmm, Okay. Now, God created time, and of course we have the fear of the Lord, and we are to have reverence in awe for everything uh, that God created. But we have to understand that we have to have such a reverence f- uh, for time. We're present, and we're we're preparing, and we're ready. And of course, the second is respect for other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, you know. it Let's just call it what it is. Let's kind of be open here. 10:15 our service starts we have you know we typically have 100 120 people or whatever but we only have about 10 people there at 10:15 and
0: then about 10:16 they start rolling in
1: yeah <laughs> but you know as a team we have about 20 of us as a team going Who's gonna show up? They're not even, its immaturity, right? Mm-hmm. They're not even thinking of the other person. You gotta have respect for other people. Hey, we put a lot of time in this, and you know, again, we will manage that forgiveness and mercy and all of that. But if you call yourself Christian, you gotta start working on this so that then you can not only be with God, you're with other people, and you're part of the solution rather than the problem. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Absolutely. And then, of course, uh, let me ask this question as we're wrapping things up, how punctual are you towards God and others? Mm-hmm. And, and we have to see and face that reality, John. I mean, I think a lot of people uh, misunderstand. Part of our responsibility as as Christ followers is we have to see and face reality. And, of course, this happens after we, uh, let's say, create trust in and maintain it with God and others. But then we've got to have that ability to see and face that reality. And again, I share that because here's the question again, how punctual are you toward God and others? Now here, here's something that's very disturbing. If you just say, you know what, I'm punctual with God, just me and God. But don't forget, God said, it's not good that people are alone. Right. And we have a responsibility to have that relationship with with people or others and and be punctual with them to share that or should i say show that we care and that that we love them yeah there's no better no better picture
0: absolutely right well uh await my return is the uh, wonderfully weird command of christ this week and And uh, this one has hit me hard because, as I said, I do tend to be a procrastinator and especially the useless entertainment and amusement part of it. You know, it's it's so easy with all the electronic devices we have and social media and television and games and all that kind of thing uh, to just kind of get lost
1: in that. Yes. And then and then procrastinate because of that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, um, I guess wrap us up here, Drake, and, and help us to see where to go from here.
1: All right. Let me close it by saying this. Uh, I think uh, I could be this direct with love. Uh, let's stop being procrastinators uh, in life, not, not just, just overall in life, because we've got to be aware of our time. We've got to be present and then, again, let me ask that question I just asked, how punctual are you towards God and others? Let's let's really uh, see and face what that is, and let's answer it correctly in our own self, and let's take care of the beam in our own eye first. Uh, then uh, we can truly develop the skill that we need in the sense of being punctual. You know, questions that come to mind as we close close out is are you wasting time in being right or are you living right are you really putting time in learning God's principles and practices and performing them in a way that's truly reflecting God's image uh you know are you worried about Christ's return well if you are stop Mm -hmm. Uh, there's it's just a waste of time I hope you're not and then let's let's go back to that that last that first question let it be the last question uh we asked this question at the beginning do you sense your a last-minute person someone who is going to be late for their own funeral i really want you i encourage you to really think about that and if you are then please apply this command await my return to be uh, a reflection of the image of god
0: hmm what a great thought. And with that, uh, let's take just a moment here once again and, and uh, say happy Thanksgiving and, um, you know, get together with family, friends, whatever the case may be. But remember the reason behind this particular holiday, and that is to truly come together and give thanks to God for the bountiful blessings in life. Amen. Amen. We'll meet with you again next week on Wonderfully Weird Living with Pastor Drake. If you would like to learn more or have any questions or comments, please feel free to email Pastor Drake at Living at gmail.com. To obtain your own copy of the book, Wonderfully Weird, please log on to www.wonderfullyweirdliving.com and click on the button that says, buy the book. Wonderfully Weird Living is a ministry of four-dimensional living, offering wholeness coaching for mind, body, soul, and spirit. Also, would you please prayerfully consider becoming a financial partner to help the Wonderfully Weird Living ministry impact more and more lives? Please log on to 4 dimensionallivingcom That's 4dimensionalliving.com with the number four. Now, for Pastor Drake Hunter, I'm John Waters wishing you a wonderfully weird week.